Everybody grab your bulletins, hold them up in the air, tell me you're with me. Kevin, are you with me? There we go. All right, on the back, if you are a guest, please fill out this side right here on the blue. Put that in the offering plate in a few minutes, and uh, we'd love to follow up with you about anything you'd like to know about Mechanicsville Baptist. Prayer requests, please put them on the bottom of the yellow page, put them in the offering plate as well, and we pray in our staff time on Tuesdays. On the back are opportunities for the week. Several announcements, so we will get rolling as quick as possible. Um, today, we are having our one service, so it's a blessing to be together. Immediately after, we will make our way over to the FLC for our annual Thanksgiving luncheon, and we thank everyone who set that up and who brought food to share, so thank you for that. Tonight, we do have our encounter service at 5, youth, and handbells. Uh, Monday, a couple additions to, to remind you of. Uh, at 6.30, it's cantata rehearsal in the sanctuary, along with the orchestra, which is not listed there, basketball at 7. And then on Tuesday, staff meeting, worship team at 6, and then 7.30 is adult choir. So make mention of that. There are no uh, activities Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday for our Thanksgiving holiday, so be mindful of that. Um, before I call up our guests for our announcements, I wanted to tell a quick story Hopefully, quick story. It's worth it. Uh, we've, been, we've been talking about prayer a lot. We had a good prayer time before Sunday school in the John Bryant room. This week, we got our shoes that we collected mailed to the Dominican Republic. And I want to just say, if, if you want to talk about answered prayers, here's, here's the story of how that happened. Um, I had worked a long time figuring out the best way to do this. We ended up going to FedEx. I go to FedEx. And uh, it's over on um, Studley 301, that FedEx. And I go up, and God sent the same guy who I talked with a few weeks in the past to work the counter. And he was excited. He saw me, and I said, I've got the shoes. We actually collected 250 of them, which we were shooting for 130, so that's fantastic. And I had divided them up into Yeah, praise God. I divided them up into eight smaller packages like he thought was going to be best. And then as we go through the process of getting these eight, and they're going to be held at a FedEx location in Santo Domingo because the pastor has never had a package delivered. They wouldn't find these addresses. So we worked it out at a particular FedEx location. He gets it all done, and he says, oh, no, the cost is $4,300. So at that time... Um, he, he and I spent probably about two, three hours here. I talked with him. Everybody who came in heard the story of our church collecting these shoes, where they're going. And we tried many, many different options. And, and I was saying it needs to be under 1,000. This is what we really are shooting for. And uh, he, he came to the point where he was almost in tears thinking about that these kids were not going to get their shoes by Christmas Eve. And so at one point in time, I was getting ready to pull the bags up, put them back into the church bus, and drive off and figure out another plan. And before I grabbed the bag, he's like, he's like, wait just a minute. Wait just a minute before you do that. Something's going to work out. And so I, went, I sat on a chair. I said some prayers. I think some other people had been praying. And uh, as I'm sitting there, a young lady walks into the FedEx who was not working that day, who was not scheduled to work, just happened to come to the counter. And the young man, Corey, tells her the story. And she goes, we've got to make this happen. Let's talk to our manager. They go back to the manager. They come out, and they go, we really want to see this happen. Call this number. Tell them we told you to call, and we'll see what they can do. Long story short, Again, just happened. This wouldn't have happened if this lady just didn't show up that day. They ended up giving us for $700 to mail all the shoes to the Dominican Republic. So, very, very exciting. And uh, praise God for just another answered prayer, because uh, I know that it would have been really disappointing for them not to get it, and it would have been disappointing for us. So they are in transit. They're in Memphis right now, and they should arrive by Thursday. So keep praying that those shoes get to the Dominican Republic to put on Bosu meal days. All right. Come on up, Elf Karen. You're next.
Merry Christmas. It's Operation Christmas Child Time. God is good. All the time. God is good. And he cares about the details. Don't you just love how the details work out when we're doing what he wants us to do? And I thank you for your work all through the year to make this happen. 359 boys and girls will be blessed because of you. I was encouraged this year not to talk numbers, not to set a goal, because goals are, are numbers, not boys and girls. So I haven't made a big deal about our goal of 357. Because to me, it's not a number. It is a boy and a girl who needs a pencil and a ball and a car and Jesus. And that's what we're doing with these boxes is giving hope and joy and the opportunity to hear about Jesus. And we exceeded our goal. We have 359 shoe boxes. And I thank you. So as always, after dinner today, listen for the bell, and when you hear it, please come, and together we will take the shoe boxes to waiting vehicles right out here, and they'll go on their next step of their journey um, to New Bethesda Baptist Church. And it won't take long at all for us to load up our 359 shoe boxes. Thank you. Good morning. We've had two examples here of how generous Jesus is. And Jesus definitely was the most generous person who ever lived. So in response to Jesus' generosity, we are called to be generous. We are called to be generous with our money. We have two dates coming up. December the 4th, we'll have our budget discussion time here in the sanctuary at 615. And then one week later, December the 11th, we as a church body will vote on our budget. So I ask starting today that you pray for your church, that you pray for yourself as to what you will tithe next year, and I would also ask you to pray for what you can probably tithe for the remainder of this year. We are a little bit behind on our budget giving this year. We have lost a lot of loved ones in our church family, and um, they were good tithers, and they were supportive people of the church. So we, as a body of believers, need to be praying daily for our church and for what we can give to the ministry of this church. Thank you. Good morning. From the crosswalk service and the early morning service, it's a pleasure to be here with you all this morning to worship together. And these kids have sounded great in rehearsal this morning, so y'all sing along. And once the kids are ready, we'll, we'll get to going.
will worship with all of my heart. And I will praise you with all of my strength. And I will seek you in all of my days. And I will follow all of your ways. I will give you all my worship, and I will give you all my praise. You alone I long to worship, you alone are worthy of my praise. I will bow down and hail you as King. I will serve you and give you everything. And I will lift up my eyes to your throne. And I will trust you, trust you alone. And I will give you all my worship, and I will give you all my praise. And you alone I long to worship. You alone are worthy of mine, and I will give you all my worship, and I will give you all my praise. And you alone I long to worship, and you alone are worthy of mine. Thank you, kids. Crowded and worship today as she slips in, trying to fade into the faces. The girls teasing, laughter is carrying farther than they know, farther than they know. But if we are the body, why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands healing? Why aren't his words teaching? And if we are the body, why aren't his feet going? Why is his love not showing them there is a way? There is a way
traveler is far away from home he sheds his coat and quietly sinks into the back row the weight of their judgmental glances tells him that his chances are better out on the road but if we are the body why aren't his arms reaching why aren't his hands healing why aren't his words teaching and if we are the body why aren't his feet going why is his love not showing them there is a way Jesus paid much too high a price for us to pick and choose who should come. And we are the body of Christ. But if we are the body, why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands healing? Why aren't his words teaching? And if we are the body, why aren't his feet going? Why is his love not showing them there is a way? But if we are the body, why aren't his arms reaching? Why aren't his hands healing? Why aren't his words teaching? And if we are the body, why aren't his feet going? Why is his love not showing them there is a way? Jesus is the way. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 19. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you that your Holy Spirit is here with us this day, and that you are in control of all things, and God, that you are a good God who loves pouring out uh, blessings upon your people. God, we thank you that we are gathered here to lift up the name of Jesus, and to be who you've called us to be. May you have your way in this service, and may everything we do give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.
and good morning. Let us please stand and sing hymn number 637, We Gather Together. 637, please stand and join us. Keep your hymnals open. Turn with me to page 493 for our responsive reading. Page 493, Revival with Repentance. I will do the worship leader. Together with Paul, you do worshipers, and there's a men and a women part as well. Page 493. Lord, restore us to yourself. Renew our days as in former times. Will you not revive us again so that your people may rejoice in you? Remember then how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works you did at first. He who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. I confess my guilt. I am anxious because of my sin. My, my sins have flooded over my head. They are a burden too heavy for me to bear. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And now let us stand and sing number 98, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. Please stand and sing with us. Some melodious sonnet sung by 
morning, everybody. Morning. It's so great to see this crowd here today. President Lincoln declared Thanksgiving a legal holiday in 1863 amid our great wars that we were having among ourselves. And he said, and I quote, give thanks to the Almighty, most high guard, a beneficent father. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for our country, our freedoms, for your love and care. But mostly, we thank you for your son, Jesus, that you sent to us. As we bring our tithes and offerings, help us to remember that we not only need to support our church, but we need to give so that your message could be taken to others who do, do not know you. Again, we thank you. Amen.
Shall we pray? <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come to you on this Sunday before the celebration of Thanksgiving in our country with thankful hearts. But asking, Father, that even in the midst of our time of Thanksgiving, we can be reminded of your great work in us and through us. Help us, Father, to come to this place with thanksgiving and praise in our hearts, recognizing, Father, that you are the one who has made us, and it is good to give thanks to you. We pray, Father, for those this morning who are not with us because they are recuperating from surgery, for those who are facing difficult diagnosis, for those, Father, who are struggling with life. We also pray, Father, this morning for those who have lost loved ones. For indeed, Father, as we give them to you, we know that you can bring comfort and assurance in their lives. I pray, Father, that as we gather around your word this morning, that we might listen for a word from you, so that we might leave this place saying it has been good to have been in the house of the Lord. For our missionaries, we pray, here and around the world, bless them, encourage them, provide for their needs. Draw near to us as we open your word. In the name of Jesus, amen. Our scripture lesson this morning is found in the 92nd Psalm, verses 1 through 4. We won't read the Ephesians verses. They are in there for you to take note of and to read later. But we will read these four verses. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night, on an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp with harmonious sound. For you, Lord, have made me glad through your work. I will triumph in the works of your hands. Bruce and Jen Benson were Bible translators serving in Peru. Several years ago, they were driving down an Andean road with their 14-year-old son when they came around a switchback and came bumper to bumper with a truckload of people. Suddenly, the people brandished rifles at the Bensons, who realized that they had encountered the brutal terrorist organization Shining Path. Jan thought, this is it. This is the end of our lives. The terrorists forced them out of their car and transported them to a nearby town. On the way, fearful and bewildered, Jan felt the need to pray and even to sing praises to God. Jan described it. It began to trickle, a presence that said, The Lord inhabits the praises of His people. But Lord, I don't know how to praise you right now. Sing, came the thought. At least you can sing. The words were there as I needed them. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart with songs of deliverance. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Trust and obey Jesus. Name above all names, Emmanuel. God is with us. Suddenly I felt as though I was the only person alive on earth, just me and God, she said. The others were simply part of an unreal puppet play. Dangling from the strings of the enemy, I felt an all-encompassing love. God reassured me that he was in control, that nothing could remove me from his loving presence, not even death itself. That night, the terrorists unexpectedly released the Bensons, but not without first confiscating their car and their portable projection and film reels of the New Media Bible, which is based on the book of Luke. One year passed. The Bensons had moved to the capital for safety and to take an administrative role. Jan received a phone call. One of their captors had become a Christian and wanted to meet with them face to face. He told them he was an experienced killer and that he and the others had planned on killing them all. But for some reason, they just could not do it and instead released them. He told Bruce and Jan that soon after arriving at their base, the rebels set up the projector and watched the film eventually many times. 
At one viewing, several hundred terrorist rebels were watching. The word of God in the film understood in their own language reached into these men's hardened hearts. Many were so moved that they wanted to lay down their arms right there and leave the shining path. Now standing before them as a fellow believer, their former enemy asked forgiveness for what he had done to them that day. Eventually, Bruce and Jan were able to go back into the mountains to do a final read-through of the entire New Testament. Sometimes it is very difficult to praise the Lord. Sometimes you just don't feel like it. Probably none of us here have ever been in the kind of frightening, life-threatening situation the Bensons were in. But even in the most difficult situations, the psalmist would still tell us, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. You may wonder, why is it good to give thanks to the Lord when you face difficult trials? Why is it good to sing praises to His name when evil people seem to be prospering? The psalmist experienced the joy of being thankful and became verbal in his giving thanks to the Lord. He declared, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. The psalmist was talking to the church as well as to himself. It would be good for us as individuals to give thanks to our God in the presence of his people. In Paul's epistle to the Ephesians, he urges his readers to speak to each other in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Giving thanks to God, he declares, that this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. The psalmist talks about the things for which he is thankful the loving kindness of God, the steadfastness, enduring love of God, and the faithfulness of God, he discovered to be reliable, trustworthy, and dependable. Not only does he speak about the subjects for which we should be thankful, but he also reveals the seasons in which we should be thankful. He speaks of giving voice to thanksgiving, both in the morning and at night. So let's spend a few minutes looking at it is good. A good thing to give thanks. It is a good thing to give thanks to God. God is Yahweh, the covenant-keeping Lord. Yahweh is used seven times in this psalm for the seventh day. He is also the Most High, which translates the Hebrew Elyon, a name frequently attributed to God. This leads me to ask, is the Lord God your Most High? Is He the highest, most important, most central and controlling being in your life? If not, why not? He is the one who spoke the universe into existence. It all belongs to Him. He is over every created thing. If you do not thank and praise Him as your Lord most high, you are guilty of horrible ingratitude. He alone rightly deserves all praise and glory because He is the Lord Most High. James recognized that every good and perfect gift finds its source in the generosity of God, as recorded in James chapter 1. It is a good thing for you personally to give thanks to God. Paul wrote to the saints at Thessalonica and said, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Offering thanks will disperse your depression, increase your joy. Encourage your faith and hope for the future. Help you to have a positive mental attitude. Encourage you to be generous toward God and others. Giving thanks is a good thing for those about you. Your offering of thanks to God will encourage others to have faith in God. Acknowledge God in other people's presence and it can make a difference in their lives. Your thanksgiving will encourage an attitude of gratitude within those about you. Verses 1 and 4 mention singing with our voices. And verse 3 mentions different instruments. And we've had quite a variety today, haven't we? With the ten-string lute and with the harp, with resounding music upon the lyre. Psalm 150 pulls out all the stops and commands praising God with every conceivable instrument. But the instrument should not drown out the words which should express the truth about God's greatness and God's love. The offering of thanks brings joy to the Father God. 
Every earthly parent is caused to rejoice when a child comes and says, Thank you, I love you. Likewise, our thanksgiving brings joy to God's loving heart. Say thanks. It makes a difference in people around you and it makes a difference to God. Second, it is a good thing for you to give thanks to others. It is a good thing to give thanks to your parents. Shakespeare puts into the mouth of one of his characters how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have an ungrateful child. You can bring joy to the hearts of older parents by thanking them for what they have done for you and for what they have meant to you. It matters and one day when they are gone, you will wish you had the opportunity to say thank you. It is a good thing to give thanks to your mate. Let us thank God for and offer thanks to our husband, our wife, for marriage is nourished by an attitude of gratitude. A husband or wife can never say thank you too much to the one who is sharing his or her life. And you will find this out when you talk to people who have lost their spouse and how grateful they would be if their spouse were still by their side. It brings a source of comfort and encouragement and courage and strength. We are meant to be together. It is a good thing to give thanks to your children. Most parents are hypocritical of their children rather than being complimentary. This can be a serious defect in parenting. We need to affirm and applaud our children for good conduct and wise choices. We need to applaud our children for choosing the good and avoiding the bad. But usually we only point out the bad because there is an expectation that you do good, isn't it? How long has it been since you sincerely offered thanks to your children for what they mean to you and for what they have done for you? It is a good thing to give thanks to your friends. Friends are important, aren't they? Friends indeed. Rich indeed is the person who has lots of friends. Rich indeed is the person who has one genuine friend. All of us would have more friends if we nourish the relationships we have with others with expressions of thanksgiving. It is good, a good thing to give thanks to those who serve you in a significant manner. Have you offered thanks to your children's teachers? How long has it been since you offered thanks to the police force in your community for their protection or for the fire personnel who would come to your rescue should your house become inflamed? How long has it been since you have expressed thanks to hospital personnel who wait to care for you and your family should an emergency arrive? How long has it been since you thanked your garbage collector who comes to pick up the garbage at your house? And I guarantee you, if he misses a couple of weeks, you'll know it, won't you? How long has it been since you offered thanks to a salesperson who helped you make a purchase? How long has it been since you offered thanks to your neighbor? You see, it is a good thing to give thanks to God. It is also a good thing to give thanks to others. People need to know they are appreciated in a world that's filled with rancor and evil. Are you anxious about tomorrow, about things that seem out of your control? Gratitude to God reminds you always. He's always there. He's always been faithful. And He will always... He always will be. Do you struggle with anger or bitterness? Stop and remember all the ways God has been faithful to you, how he has blessed you, and give thanks. You will soon see anger turn to joy and bitterness to peace. Are you often tempted to complain about current circumstances or people in your life? Be reminded of God's grace and be thankful. Give thanks for what God has given you, what He has forgiven you of, what He has blessed you with, and watch your complaints turn to praise. I befriend people at 7-Eleven because I go in there quite often. Someone even asked me today, where's your big gulp? I didn't have it today. And I went in on one particular day, and I could tell that the person that worked there was not having a good day. I should have been quiet, but I didn't. And I said to her, why don't you smile a little bit? 
Well, that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> Comes, come to find out, the customer that had been in there before that she knew had really told her off about something. And she was hurt. It's really what was wrong. She was hurt. And I said, I'm sorry. And we talked a little bit more about it. And I said, I hope your day gets much better. I didn't go back in for a couple of days. And when I did go back in and I got in line and ready to pay my bill, I got up to her and she said, well, how are you today? I hope you're doing fine. First time she's ever spoke to me like that. So whatever we said or whatever was done the two days prior made a difference in her life. And I didn't even know it. But her whole attitude was different. You see, when we reach out to people, it makes a difference. And when someone does something kind for you, we should say thank you. Thank you is an important word. Thank you makes a difference to people. God tells us to give thanks. And so we should. Years ago, there was a Scottish Presbyterian minister who was orthodox in his theology, but very reserved in the pulpit. God blessed him with one woman in his congregation who was exceptionally warm-hearted and full of love for the Savior. She was in the habit of exclaiming, praise the Lord or hallelujah, when she was blessed by something in the sermon. This bothered the pastor. Now, that doesn't bother me. So that's not, this is not a subliminal message, okay? At least I know somebody's listening when they do that. This bothered the pastor. So one New Year's Day, he went to her and said, Betty, I'll make you a promise. If you will stop saying praise the Lord and hallelujah during my sermons this year, I'll give you the two woolen blankets that I hear you have been wanting. You see, Betty was poor, and the offer sounded so good she promised to try. Sunday after Sunday, she kept quiet. But one Sunday, the pastor had a guest speaker fill in. This man was bubbling over with zeal for the Lord as he spoke on the forgiveness of sins and the blessings of salvation. Betty's joy grew brighter and brighter and her vision of the blankets began to fade. At last she could stand it no longer. She leaped to her feet and cried, Blankets or no blankets? Hallelujah. (laughs) That's the kind of praise we're supposed to have. Give thanks in all things. As we gather on this Lord's Day, the psalmist wants us to know it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. It is good because of who God is and what He has done. It is good because He will triumph over the wicked and it is good because He causes the righteous to flourish in His courts. Expressing gratitude to God is a sign of maturity and grace at work in your heart. At the same time, thanking God for His blessings is an invitation for God to bless even more because God enjoys giving to those who recognize and thank the giver. You know how it is. Those of you who have grandchildren, when when you give them something and they are grateful for it, you just want to give them more, don't you? Just to see the smile. The best way to give thanks to God is to give Him your heart. Give Him your confidence, your trust. Let your life be a life of thanks living and you will experience far more joy in life and you will be far greater blessing to others than you if you neglect to develop the habit of being a thankful person. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. And to sing praises to your name, O Most High. Shall we pray? O Lord, we have been shown how to give thanks. And how significantly it is important to our lives and spiritual well-being. We give you thanks, Father, for the gift of a Savior. We give you thanks for the bountiful blessings of life. 
We give you thanks in all things. Help us to be thankful in all circumstances. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanksgiving is certainly the time of year we highlight the idea of giving thanks, but it should be a year-round thing we do. I trust that you are thankful for what God has done for you and continues to do. I trust that if you've never received Christ as Lord and Savior, that you know you have the opportunity right now to come forward and invite Him into your life. Will you stand as the praise band leads us in the closing song? Take all I have in these hands and multiply, God, will all that I am and find my heart on the altar again. Set me on fire, set me on fire. Ooh, take all I have in these hands and multiply, God. Lord, that I am, and find my heart on the altar again. Set me on fire, set me on fire. Here I am, God, arms wide open. Pouring out my life, gracefully My heart stands in all of your name, your mighty love stands strong to the end. You will fulfill your purpose for me, you won't forsake me, you will be with me, cause here I am, God, arms wide open. Pouring out my life, gracefully broken. Oh, gracefully. Oh, here I am, God, arms wide open. Pouring out my life, gracefully broken. Pouring out my life again, and it's all to Jesus now. All to Jesus now. We're holding nothing back. We're holding nothing back. Will I surrender? I surrender, will I surrender, will I surrender, oh here I am, God, arms wide open, pouring out my life. Gracefully broken. Well, here I am, God, arms wide open, pouring out my life. Gracefully broken. Here I am, God. Arms wide open, pouring out my life, gracefully broken. Thank you all for being part of this blended service today. We're grateful to all those who took their time to um, get this all set up for us. Thank you, Paul. 
uh, praise band, praise team, bells, everybody involved today. It's been a wonderful day in the Lord as we've celebrated together Thanksgiving, beginning with prayer this morning at 9 o'clock. And we were grateful for that time together as well in our Sunday school hour. Don't forget, it's lunchtime. Feed them and they will come. And uh, so um, everyone is invited to stay for lunch. Even if you didn't bring something, that's okay. There should be plenty. We want to make sure that everybody knows that they're welcome to be here for lunch. So I will pronounce the benediction and then also the blessing, and then you can make your way to the Family Life Center. There are two tables set up on both sides like normal, so you will be able to see very quickly how the lines will flow. Um, Don't forget that next Sunday is the first Sunday in Advent. So we are moving right into uh, Advent Christmas season right away because of the late date of Thanksgiving this year. So uh, we will begin our celebration of Advent next Sunday morning. Let's bow for benediction and, and blessing. Father, as we leave today, help us to always give thanks. Give thanks in all things for every opportunity that is before us to serve you, And for every way, Father, in which you have sustained us by your grace, your love, and your mercy. We even give thanks this morning, Father, in a special way for the food that we're about to receive. Make us truly thankful for it, Father, as we realize there are people around the world who don't have enough to eat. And yet we do because we are blessed. We're thankful, Father, for those who took their time to prepare the food. We pray that you will bless it to our bodies. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.